Teacher Tales, T-A-I-L-S, Podcast 48. I'm Paul Carr. Finding Lost Friends. In the 1980s, my wife and I taught in Samoa, South Pacific, as teachers. At that time, we met Dr. Isad Sadikovich and his wife and two kids. Isad was six feet tall, hilarious, outgoing, a humanist, a moderate, a writer, and the life of the parties. Isad was a United Nations ear, nose, and throat specialist. He was originally from Yugoslavia and happened to smoke like a chimney. One time we took a jungle expedition together. We found a pool of cool water and everyone except my wife, Mira, jumped in. She couldn't swim. Isad kindly encouraged her in the water. He said, Mira, you have to learn to swim. Someday you'll be a mom and your child needs to know how to swim. That's your job. Eventually, Assad and his family went their way, and we went ours. Over the years, I tried to track them down with no luck, but finally I did. In 1992, he was arrested by the Serbian military in his hometown hospital in Praduk, taken to Ormaska concentration camp, and while there, he attended to the needs of his fellow Bosnian tortured inmates, administering assistance when he could, even braiding victims' hair together to close head wounds as he was denied stitching thread. His many incredible deeds are listed time and time again in the United Nations International Criminal Tribunal transcripts of the former Republic of Yugoslavia. On or about August 8th, Assad was taken out and executed. His body was found in one of the 70 mass graves near Omarska. I am sorry it took so many years to find what happened to you, but your name and good deeds live on. Assad, my wife learned how to swim. Yeah, so, oh boy, I had to record that five times because I just cried like a baby. I made it through this time, yay. Yeah, so, oh my God, yeah, I... I've been really good about keeping contact with all the people that I've met over the years. And Assad and his family was one that I just couldn't track down. And uh, look as I may. And um, I finally got a hold of a mutual friend of ours, a a Polish United Nations doctor. And um, we were talking. And in passing, finally, at the last minute, I said, hey, do you ever hear from Assad? And he goes, no. And I said, but... um, Assad and his family, they moved to Sarajevo, right? And he said, no, they lived in a little town called Prezdok. He said, Paul, they had a massacre there, you know, and then he said, okay, bye, we hung up. And so I got on the internet and I looked up the name of this town, Prezdok, and I, it, it, oh my God, as soon as I put it in, it said, uh, they had a, the, the Serbian military went, they surrounded the place and rounded everybody up. They rounded up all the uh, intellectuals. <laughs> And uh, they went to the hospital, and they, they rounded up anybody there who, uh, who they thought might uh, not be on their side. And so Assad was, um, his background was Croatian, Bosnian. His wife was a Serb. And um, anyway, they, they snagged him. But in the first paragraph that I'm reading about this town, they have a, a list of important people that went missing, and his name was the third one on there. I couldn't believe it. And uh, missing. I mean, and then it's funny how the brain works. So when when you hear or read something like that, you think missing, missing, 
It doesn't mean they're dead. Missing means they're missing and there's a chance. So I wrote to everybody. Um, I, I wrote to the United Nations. I, I wrote to anybody that I could think of that, um, that might know where he was. And uh, finally this, this Bosnian relief agency wrote to me and they're the ones that told me what happened. And um, yeah, that's in that terrible Yugoslavian mess. And uh, ah, it's horrible. So, so I, I read the United Nations Criminal Tribunal where they, they had a, uh, they tried all these Serbian schmucks and uh, they, they had survivors. They, they had Bosnian survivors that gave testimony and time and time again, they were just saying how Assad had done this when they were in camp and he had done that when they were in camp, you know, to help save people. The, the, the Serbians were horrible. They, they tortured people, they burned them. <sighs> yeah, they did horrible things. And uh, I think Assad, Assad was pretty self-confident and so he would, he would treat some of the Serbian soldiers, and I think most of these guys were militia, and I'm pretty sure they were this nasty, nasty group called the Arkans Tigers, and uh, just nasty, not, not self-disciplined at all, and uh, just horrible creatures. And um, they would get drunk, and then they would shoot, they would shoot the prisoners and they were so messed up that a couple times they shot themselves, they were so drunk, and so Assad treated them. And I think he thought that that was gonna save him, <sighs> but it didn't. And um, he, uh, so he could speak English, he could speak Yugoslavian, the various dialects. Um, he had been a United Nations doctor in Libya, and he told me a funny story one time. Uh, he and his buddy, were speeding and they got pulled over by some motorcycle cops in Libya. And uh, the cop said, how come you're in such a rush? He goes, oh, we're going to the hospital. And then Assad, Assad was just so fast always. He goes, hey, you don't look so good. My God, you're really pale. Open your mouth. So this, this cop opens his mouth and Assad goes, oh my God, we have to go immediately to the hospital. And so the, the cops really shaken up. So, so he gets in front of their car and they drive super fast through the desert and they get to this hospital. And Assad goes in there and he knows the other doctor and he gives him the wink, you know, and he says in Yugoslavia, give this guy a shot and put him out. <laughs> you know, so also he didn't get a ticket, you know. Uh, he used to always do stuff like that. Just so, so funny. But um uh, yeah, what happened was he was the, the head of the ear, nose, and throat department in the hospital. And the, the Serbs just rounded up everybody that they could and they executed him. And one of the hardest things for me to read was one of the schmuck Serbian militia guys, uh, kind of with glee, reported that I took a doctor out on the cliff today and I shot him. And, uh, that's my friend that he shot. That's my friend that he shot. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, the, the bottom line was um, Assad was really connected, you know. So, you know, the United Nations connected, spoke English, and uh, he knew too much and saw too much at the Omarska concentration camp, so they, they executed him. So that's pretty horrible. Um, anyway, I... Uh, I let all our former friends know, so 
throughout the lands, his Polish friends, and he had all, just a crew of United Nations doctors there from Bangladesh and Turkey and Greece and Poland and East Germany and so on, in contact with all of them. And I let him know what happened. I let him know what happened, yeah. Horrible, horrible, yeah. So anyway, I found my friend. Thank you very much, Podcast 48. There will be a picture of him uh, with this. That's, that's him. Nice guy. Handsome guy. All right, thank you very much.